Greetings, adventurers, and welcome to the Adventure Incorporated Podcast. I am your Dungeon Master, Anthony Reed. This is episode 57 and the fifth episode of The Path of Abjuration. Shit is about to get dark. This arc takes a pretty heavy swing towards the end of this episode. We ride that wave for the next couple of episodes to come. Don't get me wrong, I think it's really good stuff. The PCs are going to be facing some heavy decisions with serious consequences. I just want you to know what you're getting into. As always, I'm excited to see what people think. Don't forget to reach out on Facebook, Twitter, or email. You can find all those links at adventureinc.podbean.com. I'm ready. Are you? Let's get started. Previously on Adventure Incorporated. I can now bring us back home. So that means that most of the pieces are in place now, yes? And they brought that orb back to the realm of here, the material plane. (laughs) Elatrix looks at you guys and he says, so where do you want to go? The abjuration one, right? And you see a lizard folk with leather straps with large spikes (gasps) sticking off of them. (laughs) Yay! And he says, it looked like you needed some help, yes? There is a group that I found here. A gathering. They have a passageway that travels right behind the walls of Hearthhome. I believe others would call them Forbidden Dawn. Jibeto, then you suddenly hear something that you have not heard in a very long time. The voice of your mother echoes down the hallway. Uh, Very soon, just as soon as we're finished. Finished with what? Well, with your initiations. These crystals are prisons. Inside them are creatures that were once, once secreted away. It is part of the initiation to face one of these creatures and put it to its end. It drops down out of your hands and shatters onto the ground. Uh, Purple miasma starts to pour out of these, uh, out of the crystal shards on the ground and spread out onto the floor. A figure starts to rise up out of the miasma, like like a twisted, gnarled figure that is in some sort of like tattered robes long dark hair coming out of the top of its head and it raises its eyes golden beady eyes up at you and sort of lets out a snarl roll initiative nobles and farmers knights and wenches gather round gather round to hear a tale of excitement and mystery brave adventurers facing grave dangers keth the fighter monk real quick before we leave keth looks around for uh, do not like, cut off some of grimlock iron shaper's skin that's just <laughs> <laughs> genuvera the sorcerer genuvera puffs like <sighs> right i knew what you meant <laughs> Jibeto, the rogue. Uh, Jibeto's gonna kill the skeleton. Okay. Uh, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. 
Jabeto's gonna rub his luck charm. <laughs> Gillick, the Paladin Warlock. With this shield, I will lay down my life for all of you. Except Asher. <laughs> Boom. Asher, the Druid Barbarian. Does any does anybody look familiar to Kev? No one in this court looks familiar to Kev. He's forgotten our faces, guys. But even... (laughs) (laughs) Prepare yourselves, for this is the tale of Adventure Incorporated. Uh, Gibetto, it is your turn. Cool. Um... So... Difficult terrain, uh, so I will not be able to get to anyone on this turn, right, to attack them? Um, yeah, no, you can't get there this turn. All right, uh, Gibetto says, well, guys, let's see if this works. And I throw the iron ball, uh, trying to hit, like, um the square that the hag is on and then the square behind it. Okay. Well, or behind it's, it's a 10 wall. 10 by 10, right? Okay. Uh, so Yeah. So fuck it, I'm throwing it at the wall. Um fuck it. Okay. Like right behind Get the hag. So okay. That they splash out everywhere. Yeah, um, you you uh, go ahead and make a dexterity check. Okay. Uh, 21. Yeah, you uh, sort of like prop up this ball and shot put it across the room. Uh, it slams <laughs> into the wall behind the hag and the caltrips just spray all over the ground uh, under her. Great. Uh, and then... Great job. Thanks. <laughs> Good job. I'm going to use my move to try and run... Uh, closer, but then hide behind one of the uh, one of the crystals. Okay, uh, along the outside or the inside? Uh, along the outside. Make a hide check. Great. Uh, let's see. That is twenty-three. Okay. Oh, next. Oh, step. I get advantage on that. Hold on. Still 23. Okay, great. Uh, next up, the two shadow demons sort of start to swirl through the air. Um, you recall now that they were very fast and doing a lot of swirling around when you were in motion. So now, stationary, they're like a blur sometimes when they're moving through this very small space. You know, it's got low ceilings, so they don't have a lot of space to do this. But they're, they're definitely like moving quickly around and around this circle. Um, such that it seems like it would be very difficult to, uh, unless you're like Gibetto hiding inside the crystals, they can pretty much hit everyone at any given time. Everyone or anyone? Anyone. Okay. Uh, the first one uh, zeroes in on Genevera. And as it's like flying by, it tries to rake at you with its uh, shadowy claws. Four. Uh, I mean, uh, it hits on a 14. How's that look? 
nope. miss. It does not no good. hit. Okay. Uh, the second one also tries to attack you. And misses. Um, both of both of them, you seem to be able to just like quickly dodge as they swoop down in. Um, they seem to be making more like a cursory harrying than like serious attacks. So you get out of the way pretty quickly. Uh, Keth, it is your turn. Part of this now means that at any at any point during the round, you would have an opportunity to swing at the demons as they come swirling by. So you don't have to move to attack the demons they are always you would you would find an opportunity within your 30 seconds to strike at the demons if that was your choice but you can also move you Keth do have the ability to close with the hag because of your boots yeah um how much damage do the caltrops do I think they stop your movement and deal one damage is that right Jabetta? Yes. If you pass, if you fail a test. If right, you fail a dex check, yeah. Okay, I will not do that. Um, yeah, can you I wouldn't want to take that one I'll damage. S- That's like pretty much all your health. Well, I, 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 <laughs> 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 no, it's like fifty, maybe sixty. Like five. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't want to have to stop my. Uh, stop short before the hag. Well, you would so stop right s- because there's only 10 feet uh, square. You would stop at the hag. Oh, then I could swing at her even if I took the one damage? Yeah. Okay, I will do that. I want to charge the hag and actually uh, I want to tackle her. So she... Okay, so what you actually can do is instead of going to the right where the things are scattered, you can go around the other side and tackle her from the side where, like, she's she's kind of in the middle, but she's, you know, just by the nature of it, there's more on one side than the other. You could get close right. to her and tackle her, and if she does fall, both of you will fall onto the caltrops. Okay. I'm gonna, I, I would like to do that. Okay. So you uh, charge uh, around this uh, center pillar, um, gaining speed and momentum, and just lunge forward, uh, throwing your shoulder at this uh, twisted hag. Go ahead and roll an attack roll. Nat 20. (laughs) (laughs) Tackled her so good. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, she sort of like turns to look at you just as you spear her onto the ground. Uh, the both of you slam down onto the caltrops, uh, dealing you three damage, but dealing her. Man, these are so hard to pick up. Here we go. Uh, five damage just from the caltrops. Nice. And another five damage from the tackle itself. Um, cool. I would let you make two unarmed strikes while you after your tackle. Cool. Uh, point a key or just in general? In general, because you have an extra attack anyway, usually, so... Uh, 12, I'm sorry, uh, 17 to hit. 17 hits. 
Oh, that's not the right one. I can't <laughs> roll a d20 for damage. Uh, I'm going to roll a d4 for uh, unarmed, I believe. So, six damage. And then second attack. Second attack is a ten to hit. Uh, ten will not do it. Okay. Yeah, so you tackle her down, and then you just sort of, like, punch her in the face uh, on these caltrops. Uh, and she just hisses angrily at you. Um, okay. Slask takes his two uh, crossbows out, and he fires them off into the sky at the demons. Uh, one of the bolts manages to slam into the demon for eight damage. Hooray. Um, we are now back up at the hag. Uh, she, like, she's under you. Uh, Kath, and you feel her sort of struggle for a second, and then she closes her eyes and transforms into a snake. Um, no. And, like, writhers out from under you and through the caltrops and the dangerous terrain. She pops out a little ways past that, pops back into existence, um, and casts a spell at you, Kath. How many hit points do you have? Don't. <laughs> That's not. Is, a that, is that like a thing. joke? <laughs> you just just want to, want to make fun of me? No, it's Im- <laughs> it's important for the uh, spell. Thirty four are... hit points. <laughs> Do you value your life? <laughs> uh, when Gibetto sees her turn into a snake, by the way, he whispers, "Get in there." <laughs> okay. And all the caltrops, like, reassemble into a ball. All right, let's try. How many hit points did you have? Oh, Jesus. 34. You fall asleep. Oh, snap. Oh, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Then. Yeah. So yeah, Sorry. she she like, and then you die. She she drops down. <laughs> she turns into a snake. She shifts over. She pops back up. She puts you to sleep, and then she turns, and lets out another shriek. Oh no! As though there was intent. And Asher, it's your turn. Okay. Um. Well, do I know what that intent was? Um. You have heard stories of hags trying to affect the mind. Okay. And that... It, That's all I know. Like, that part of that that shriek is part of an attempt to control a mind. Okay. Oh, man. I wanted to save... All right. Well, then I'm going to save a certain spell. Um, uh, let's see... Let's see. Um, I'm. Go- I was gonna cast a bunch of animals, but if he's trying to take control of him, I'm gonna hold off on that and save my second level, my last third level spell, rather. Um, the hmm. <laughs> here's a 
Here's a question. I can cast Moonbeam in here, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, I cast Moonbeam. Uh, would that hit both of the flying demons? Or no? Are they too far apart? Because if not, I'm going to hit the hag that's linked away. <clears throat> yeah, so... Uh, I would say that if you cast a moonbeam with the way that the demons are moving around the room, there is a chance that you could hit either of them. But not both. Or both. But there is also a chance that you could hit neither of them. So because they're flying around, they may enter your moonbeam, take damage, and keep going. But there's a chance they won't. There's a chance they'll miss it. But the hag uh, is like a hundred percent chance, so I'm gonna attack the hag with my moonbeam. And actually, there's still a percent chance that you'll hit the demons as well. Great, that's what I'm gonna. So this seems like the best situation. Okay, so oh, you you drop a moonbeam on the hag. Yeah. Uh, what's that do? DC con con save, uh, DC fourteen. Also, you have to tell us if the hag is a shapeshifter. Yes, please. Uh, well, it, it makes it at disadvantage if it is, which technically it made. It turned into a snake. Well, okay, it has the ability to shape shift. It is not currently shape shifted. Okay, thank you for that information. You didn't need to tell me. <laughs> well, yes, I did because it does not. It does not get disadvantage on this roll because it is not yeah. shape shifted. And if you're a cop, you have to tell us. <laughs> <That's the law. laughs> uh, it fails its save. Yay. Is it a cop? It, takes. it is. N- uh, in, um, look over there. I rolled two eights, so 16 damage, please. Uh, you take You're- 16 damage. You're welcome. Fuck. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, it takes 16 damage. Yeah. You're all um, And I, con- I hold my concentration on it. Okay, uh, one of the demons flies through the beam as well. And does it fail or pass? Oh, right. It passes. Okay, do you want me to re-roll damage? Or just I do, I want you to re-roll damage. Great. I rolled, wow, 19 damage. And what so eight. What uh, type of damage is that? Uh, radiant. 19 damage to the demon. Yeah! Right, it is radiant. Mm. Um, let's double check. D- yeah, radiant damage. Yep. Cool. Nineteen damage. Eat shit, demon. <clears throat> the demon eats shit. Uh, Gillick, go ahead. Wait, really? Um, well, I mean, only because he told it to. Oh. Flying shit, demon. Sorry. That's okay. disgusting. Excellent. Is the um the hag still on the ground? Like, where's where's the hag in relation to everything? The hag is now debris? next to the pile of debris, closer okay. to you. Great. In in a, a pale light. In a pale yeah, in a in, in the pale moonlight. Excellent. Did you just call Keth a pile of debris? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> <Aww. laughs> no, but I feel like you're projecting. Okay. No, I did. Um <laughs> in the pile of debris. <laughs> uh Gillick will get as close as he can to the hag. If he's close enough, he's gonna take a swing with the hammer. You get up there. You're, right. uh, you pull out uh, Verdum, and the center glows with bright red energy. So, oh, yeah, that's right. You're red now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so being distracted by the color of the, the flame within his hammer, he points it at the, the demon and says, We chose you 
together, and we will defeat you together. And he takes a swing at the, the beastie. And he rolls <laughs> a six for a 13 to hit on his first attack. 13 was not enough. All right. Second attack. All right. That's going to be a 23 to hit. That one will be enough. Gillick was 100% going to burn a spell slot and smite the F out of this thing. Okay. Uh, I'll spend a first level spell slot. And so that's this one, this one, this one. Yeah, you, you infuse your hammer with energy and it crackles with necrotic energy. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm all discombobulated. I okay, here we go. So my red necrotic energy. I'm going to smite you. Ah! And so that's going to be seven bludgeoning, uh, 12 necrotic, and three fire. Uh, yeah, you slam Verdum down into the hag, and she shrieks out. Uh, she is looking very hurt. Bloody? Oh, yes. yes. Genuvera, it is your turn. Okay. I look at that hag, and I oh, say... Oh, no. Oh. Here we go. <laughs> I say, hey, <laughs> what do you get? If you cross a witch with two snakes. <laughs> I'm so I'm I'm so excited. Adder Cadabra and Abra de Cobra. Give her oh, advantage. Well done. That was well done. Well done. That was a you really couldn't get a better fucking pun out of that, could you? <laughs> oh, once you hit the snake, I was like, yes! What's the DC? Oh, uh, God. Um, 15. Please give her give it disadvantage. That was a good joke. At disadvantage. Yeah. She succeeds. No. Oh. <laughs> she has no sense of humor. Yeah. She just gl- she like glowers at you and makes a like a, a snarling face before she lets out another giant shriek as she lifts her head back. I roll my eyes. <laughs> One of the three emojis. <laughs> I I knife. Gibetto, it's your turn. Um Gibetto Gibetto doesn't know anything about hags, but he knows nothing good comes in threes. Um, <laughs> okay. So he's going to use his uh, his action to cast Mage Hand. Okay. And then he's going to use his bonus action to slap Keth in the face with it. You Nope. You have to use an action to wake Keth. Uh, my cunning action controls the mage hand. Would go on. And, like, I wouldn't fucking cast mage hand as an action other than to wake Keth. Right, but casting mage hand takes an action. Waking Keth takes an action. Does it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but you... 
I thought sleep when they take any amount of damage. You can't deal damage. If you wanted to deal damage to him, that'd be a different thing. But you can't deal damage with a mage hand either. You have to do your. You have to do something else. What if I apply ten pounds of? Drop? What if I apply ten pounds of pressure right to his fucking left eye? You telling me that <laughs> wouldn't testicle. be? Ten pounds of pressure to his. Testicle. Oh sure, testicle would be better. That sounds like damage. Less blinding. <laughs> That's like damage to me. Less blinding, at least. Um, you could try. <laughs> Yeah, Gebetto's going to use the mage hand uh, to form a mage fist, and he's going to drive that mage fist directly into Kess' uh, most sensitive uh, area possible. His temple? His okay. Little Kess. <clears throat> his little Kess. <laughs> hey. Not so little Kess. <laughs> Littler than big Kess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll accept Hopefully. That. Uh, nothing seems to happen. Nuts of steel. I rolled, I rolled for you, but nothing happened. All right. Well, keep that's, those, that's my whole that turn. Keep that mage hand on his nards. Can I use my, uh, my luck charm to try and Don't, Do not rub it. Rub the luck charm. Just rub it. Uh, no, please do. It wasn't a it wasn't a roll that gets advantage or not. It was a percentile. Okay. So that's baloney. <laughs> Let him squeeze his friend's nuts <laughs> if he wants to. Right, as long as it's consensual. <clears throat> All right, the demons go. Uh. <laughs> yeah, Kevin and I have talked about this already. If he's asleep, he told me it's fine. <laughs> right. We're in There's a, a waiver situation. sign somewhere. I give you permission to. Cass <laughs> cannot consent here. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay, one of the demons takes a swing at the unconscious Cass. Oh, no. Yes. But misses. Fuck. The yeah. other takes a swing Do- at... Dodge that shit. <laughs> you were too low to the ground. It didn't come low enough. Uh, the other one takes a swing at Asher. Not- of course. That was a d12, so that's not helpful. It misses. <laughs> uh, uh, it hits. Of course. Yeah, watch out. Four. Damage. Uh... 14 psychic damage. Wow. It rakes across your brain uh, with its shadowy claw. Uh, right in the childhood. Yeah. Call back. It was good. I liked it. Thanks. Keth, you are sitting in a dark room and across from you, uh, sitting on like a, like a, what looks like a carved out chair from a, an old log is Clug. Hooray! Uh, well, sorry, I don't say that. Right. <laughs> he offers you a red pill and a blue pill. <laughs> He's like, mm, um, what, what are you doing door. here? Sounds like there's an awful lot going on up there to just sit down here. Uh, listen, this isn't intentional. Not that I don't want to talk to you, but I got to get back out there. But where are we right now? <laughs> this is where I hang out. When When you're awake, I'm here. Jeez, I, w- I was starting to worry you weren't around anymore. Uh, uh, 
What have you been doing? Just watching. You know, just <laughs> you. You oh, seem to be. You seem to be. Brother. You seem to be handling things without me. So I, you know, just been watching. All right. Um. I mean, we we kind of we kind of put Clyde in in charge of the the company while we're while we're out. Yeah, he, uh, he's kind of an idiot, but he's a nice enough guy. Yeah, I figured he like might not blow it up or something. No, he could at least do that, right? I, I mean, I, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> this feels sort of weird, you know, just sitting here chatting with you. Like, your friends are uh, kind of need your help, you know? Yeah, I mean, I I don't know how to get back, but I, before Kath, I do you go, suddenly you um, feel like a like a squeezing sensation on your balls. <laughs> <laughs> My hand goes to it, and I'm... I'm Clug's like, this I is like, not this kind of dream, all right? This, <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. Uh, all right, um, before before I go, I don't know what that, what that was, but uh, we kind of have this Iron Shaper working on a project to build in uh, kind of an iron golem. Uh, we were planning on trying to put you in yeah, it. Yeah, I, I have been watching. I did mention that, right? Oh. Uh, <laughs> I am aware. I'm on board. It sounds great. I can't wait. Oh, great, great. I, that's what. I, that's the feeling I got, but I just wanted to check since, you know, we had this little face-to-face. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, g- good luck up there. All right, uh, so I just stand there awkwardly. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's Slask's turn, and, and Slask has Hol- holding my ball. Sorry, standing <laughs> <laughs> uh, Slask. Uh, he stands there for a moment, and then he's sort of standing strangely, like he stopped, and then he turns the two. He turns and. Points the two crossbows at Genevera and takes two shots. Uh, cool. Genevera, one of the bolts goes sailing over your shoulder, and the but the other slams into your ribs. Damn it, Slash! For ten damage. Um, he like fires off the two bolts and then turns and just runs as hard as he can uh, Where? off off to the left and like puts his back against the wall uh, where the doorway is um, and then he sort of turns and starts to like pull on the lock oh is uh, he under the banshee spell yeah that's it nah, he's just a dick no Slash <laughs> yes, wouldn't he's... do that to us the hag takes her turn. Yeah, you're right. Humorless. Uh, Which? Hag. <laughs> the hag Witch. disappears. God damn it. Oh, I have so many freaking spells I have to cast right now. <laughs> um, hold on. All right. Done. Doing it. Holding on. Okay. Um, 
Keth, all of a sudden in your mind, horrible visions start to flood. First, you see, uh, like you're standing there holding your uh, nuts, looking at Klug, and <laughs> all of a sudden Klug like rapidly decays into uh, a skeleton that falls to dust on the ground. Uh, a f- it erupts into flame, and you see um, Gorm Tintrich, who you've only seen that one time, uh, in the alchemist tower, walk out of the flame, run his hand through the air, and you see that your companions fall dead at his feet. Um, slowly, he rises up on the back of a dragon that fires off fire into the air, and you feel the world crumble around you. Asher, it's your turn. Holy shit. Nah. <laughs> um perception check probably at disadvantage um it disappeared right so i want to see if i see any footprints or any sort of uh movement that could hint to where it is passive perception is 16 So the only thing that you see is in that area is Keth has begun to like roll and squirm and, and, and fight in his sleep. He's having some sort of like strange fits. Uh, mm-hmm. Gillick, go ahead. Oh, wait. Well, I mean, if, that's my whole. No, you're right. Yeah, that's fine. Like, that's fine. If you want to do something, that's uh, fine. Um, wow. Are you maintaining you your spell, by the way? I am. Okay. Um, so let's see if the demons fly through. Yes. And I wanted to move it to closer to Kath. Okay, uh, like right on top of him? Like, no, because I don't want to hit him. I want it, like, above his head, if that makes sense. Okay. Wait, is um, this a spell that will hurt your allies? That's a good question. Um, let's find out. Moonbeam, 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 moonbeam. Where that's are you? That's a moonbeam song. That's the moonbeam song. <laughs> moonbeam, moonbeam. Um, each creature. So when a creature. So, so yes. I assume yes. Um, so I'm not putting it on his head. I'm putting it above his head. Just hoping that like the hag is like trying to touch his brain or something. Um, and I'm trying to like get it. I'm trying to get it. <laughs> trying, trying, trying to get it. Trying Story. to get the beam. And then, yeah. So I move it there. And then I attack one of the demons with my sword. Wait. Yeah, I do that. 16 plus 4. 5. 19. So, um... You catch one of the demons in the ray again. Cool. It t- it does it pass its test? Uh does It does. It pass it's test. Okay. But it's radiant anyway, so um 15. Okay. And then I, I swung at one of them with my with dune song did I hit it? Uh yes, that did hit. Okay. Um that deals um, three slashing and four poison. All right. Yeah, it's looking... You do manage to hit one. It seems like it's been hit a lot. 
whatever you know this this demon seems to have been hit a fair amount um, and it's looking like it's starting to like lose some of its substance good uh, Gillick go ahead Gillick's gonna swing the hammer again at uh, the the demon the big demon yeah okay well the big demon you mean the one because the hag disappeared oh the hag disappeared oh okay um shit then what demon is floating around which demon looks hurt the Maybe one shadowy. you you could you could swing at the one that looks hurt I'll swing at the one that looks hurt okay it's shadows are starting to get really bright yeah uh 25 to hit that'll hit great um uh, I'll burn a spell slot fuck it smite that mofo okay nice yeah, you, you flood your hammer with necrotic energy again. Oh, I keep forgetting about that. All right, here we go again. <laughs> uh, so that's going to be six bludgeoning, um, 15 necrotic, and three fire. Yeah, you slam the hammer into the creature, and it just dissipates. Hammy slammers. Yeah, you slammy hammer. <laughs> puff. Yeah. <laughs> dissipates into shadow. Very hungry, suddenly. Um... Yeah, that was one attack. You want to do another? Yeah, fuck yeah. Kill the other one. You're next! I rolled a four. <laughs> Later! <laughs> You're next, but next turn, I mean, specifically. Right, once again, the p is heard, but that's for me missing. <laughs> um, Keth, Keth, the world around you is falling away. Uh, you are f falling deeper and deeper into this dark, like, flames below you. Uh, suddenly you land Not on a sheet of glass still. in a purple field of stars. The glass shatters and you fall again further until you land onto, uh, another platform. Up rising from the platform, dark tentacles rise up into <gasps> the air. The giant creature raises its head and you sense a terror that has only been described to you by Gibetto and by Gillick. Uh, a darkness that you have never fathomed. Uh, a creature so evil that you can only imagine that you're seeing this in a dream. You pray that it is a dream. And it laughs. <laughs> Another of you has come to see me. And I have seen you. Slask. Uh, takes... Uh, <laughs> that's it. No um, <laughs> Mike quit. Mike is done with the game. <laughs> First spiders, then fucking tentacle monsters. <laughs> Um, Slask turns and tries to uh, work the lock. Um, he tries for a few seconds and it doesn't seem to net the results he wants. So he just turns with his free hand and fires a single bolt out at Gillick. And he misses. Um... Asher, go ahead. Um, <clears throat> I take, so, let's see. 
uh, Arcana check to see what spell is afflicting Slask, I guess. I feel like, did you skip me? I feel like you did. I feel like Genevera has not gone, yeah. Uh, and I think I skipped Jibeto, too, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't go yet, either. I just, I... It's my turn, guys. (laughs) Genevera, go ahead. (laughs) Who? Sorry, go ahead. Genevera, go ahead. Okay. Um, which of the shadow ones is more or less hurt? Uh, the dead one is more hurt. <laughs> oh. Because there's only one left. Oh, I missed that. Okay. And one's invisible. Well, the tag. Yeah, I know the hag's gone. But, okay. So, um, I'm going to cast magic missile at the shadow monster that's still alive. Okay. Um, but I'm going to cast it at third level. Okay. So it's going to be five missiles. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of D4s. So I'm going to have to write this down. Four plus five plus five plus two plus four. One, two, three, four, five plus three. Okay. Five, ten, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. 20. I think that don't those deal like plus one also yep. force damage. Yep. Oh, cool. 23. <laughs> nice. <clears throat> yeah, you fire off these five missiles and uh, they sort of follow the creature around the room. So by the time they hit the creature, they're almost like three quarters of the way around back to you um, before they <laughs> catch up to him and slam him in the back. Uh, yeah, they, they hit pretty hard. He looks... Like he te- took some serious blows from that. Uh, Gibetto, okay. it is your oh, turn. Oh, 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 you have more. I apologize. Go on. It's okay. Continue. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna... At first I skipped you, then I cut you short. I'm just, you know, being it's a okay. dick. <laughs> I forgive you. <laughs> um, I'm going to do the same thing, mm-hmm. um, except just at level two this time. Okay. As, are you uh, as a quicken, quickening it? As a quicken, yeah. 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 So, so, four so four missiles. missiles. This time. Holy four. shit. Go, 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 go. Four. Four. Three. Three. Um, 18 total. Yeah. So, like a mystical turret, you fire off a bevy of seven <laughs> missiles into the air that eight. slam into this creature. Uh, eight Nine. missiles. Nine. In five and Ten. four. Yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> Counting's hard, guys. Jesus, counting is hard. Am I? Come on, guys. Uh, yeah, you fire nine <laughs> missiles off that slam into this creature. Uh, it is very much hurt and seems to be fading out, uh, but is still barely clinging to its life. Gibetto, it is your turn. Uh, Gibetto is going to run to Cassabody and slap him right in the face with his real hand. Okay. Uh, you <laughs> While grabbing his nuts with his face. <laughs> <laughs> you charge across the room. Uh, you get to Cat and you slap him across the face. And he whimpers, but he does not appear to wake. It's because he's got tiny little hands. 
Ken, Ken does? Oh, Geppetto does. I'm tall. Because oh, yeah, Ken's hands are so he's, small. He's not waking up because of his son. <laughs> right. I was going to say, that's an actual action spent to wake him up. Um, I know that it is. No, I know. Uh, I'm I'm that's... talking out loud for the for the sake of our listeners. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I, I'm listening to you. Right. To you, really, for, for Mikey. Maybe <laughs> 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 be 100% clear. Uh, Thanks. <laughs> trying to explain Still, it to the to the player. Still made hand on his nuts. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, so as a bonus action now, I will control my mage hand and rush <laughs> it to... Uh, to try to slap Slask. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just what hitting you, everybody. What are you trying to achieve <laughs> by slapping Slask? Like, break him out of this? Yeah. Okay. Trying to slap some sense into him. Okay. Yeah, you uh, send the mage hand careening across the room in, like, <laughs> in like a wide arc slap like it's gaining momentum the whole way yeah it it reaches over to slask and just cracks him across the face and he looks like really taken aback and like for a second he blinks and you think you recognize like slask in there but he blinks again and it's gone he's still Uh. under control okay Guys, um, I hate this shit. I hate the magic mind control shit. This sucks. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, now, Asher, you can go. Okay. Um, another perception check to see if I see any signs of where the hag could be. Okay. Because um, I'm trying to basically put a fairy fire on it. So you, um, you feel supremely confident that... If this hag was in this room, it is not anymore. Oh, fuck. We just released a hag onto the world. Really? Truly? In this space, the hag is not here. In this place. Um, Well, in that case... Um, I look to, um, uh, Jesus. You look to Jesus? I I look to Jesus and say, what would you do? Um, I guess. W-W-I-D. What would Iora do? I don't want to burn a spell on Kath, but I don't want him to die. Um. So he's still asleep, but he cannot be woken up. Do it! I would like to save Slask, but he's a NPC. (laughs) I'm gonna go over to Kath and cast Dispel Magic. Okay. Um, Roll a d20. If it's level 3 or lower, it just ends. Right. Level 4 or higher, DC 10 plus spell level. Right. Roll DC. Roll, roll a d20. D20. Um, make an ability check using my spellcasting ability. Or just roll a d10, d20. Just make a make an ability check making your spellcasting ability. Cool. I am a very good spellcaster. I rolled a 20 unnatural. Okay. So 17 plus 3. Uh, K- 
Keth, you bolt awake and another shriek is heard as the hag goes flying out of seemingly nowhere uh, off of Keth in like backwards into the room, spilling back uh, next to Gibetto. And I did it. And <laughs> Keth, you sit up like bolt upright. Holy shit. Uh, th- thank you, Asher. Um, How did you know that, that was me? Because you just yelled, I did me. it. <laughs> uh, Gillick. How did you even know? Gillick, it is your turn. Fair. Uh, and Gillick, the, the hag is near you. But he is not near the hag. <laughs> no, he is gone. <laughs> the case of the disappearing Gillick. I bet he had to poop again. Remember last time when uh. he had to, like, emergency poop? <laughs> That's what breaks are for, Gillick. That's what breaks are for. Yeah, but emergency poops don't play by nobody's schedule. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, or maybe oh, oh, holy shit. My thing was on mute. I've been talking to you this whole time. <laughs> I have a little a little switch so that I can like drink my tea and not make any sounds and I That's what I I've would been... say too if I get caught emergency pooping. <laughs> oh, no, just drinking I'm tea. Sorry. Yeah, excuse me. I was just drinking tea and not pooping. <laughs> In case you were wondering. It's, it's I'm true. Charlotte. It's true. <laughs> All of those things are true. Anywho, I can't even remember what I was talking about now. Um, how did the hag appear next to me again? So I just dispelled him. Out yeah, of while you were mind. while you were pooping, oh. Asher cast dispel magic on Kev. <laughs> wow, great title for a podcast. While you were pooping, <laughs> that's gonna be the title of my autobiography. <laughs> it's way weirder Shout when you. you are the one saying it. <laughs> like if it's an autobiography. While I was pooping is fine. Right. While you were pooping, not okay. <laughs> you were At some point, I would have been doing something while you were pooping. Yeah, you were wasting all that time pooping. I was doing shit. <laughs> oh my god! It's, 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 it's an accurate title. I'm sticking with it. <laughs> All right, great. (laughs) All right, I attack the hag. Okay. (laughs) Ah, fucking A, roll the 15. 15 won't do it. Second attack. Ah, how about a 24? 24 will do it. Fuck yeah. Um, fuck it, I'll burn another spell slot. This is is an important battle. All right, that's going to be six bludgeoning. Seven necrotic and one fire. That was not a great roll, but that's okay. But it is enough. Uh, you slam the hammer down onto the hag, and uh, she just crumples underneath your uh, hammer. And the uh, the sort of the effect on Slask drops. Nice. He sort of like shakes his head a little bit. You guys did it! Hooray! Hey! Did we kill the? Oh no, there's still a demon. Yeah, yeah. Genevera, go ahead. (laughs) They poof. They poof. Nope, the the demon doesn't. It's still there. Damn it. (laughs) Okay. Um, I am going to uh, cast chromatic orb on this shadow demon. Okay. What kind of orb are you casting? Um, 
The chromatic one. No, how about acid? For and is it coming from the? Is this from the ring? Yeah. Okay. An orb of many colors. It was red and yellow and green and brown. Um, Thanks. Thanks, Mike. Eight, That's good. Yep. 18. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy about it. I think that was great. Uh, I don't really 18 care. hits. Okay. Um, boop, bop, boop, bop, 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 bop. Six. Five. Seven. Um, plus one. Six, five, so 12. 19? Yes. That'll do it. Yeah. yeah, you slam that acid orb into the creature and just like disappears into the splash of acid. All right, guys. Yay. Hey. Cool. Slask sort of like braces himself against the door. Uh, <clears throat> and he goes, well, that was unexpected. Yeah, you're telling me. It's okay. I forgive you for shooting me with an arrow. Uh, yes, I, uh, apologize. That's cool. Uh, Gibetto, your parents come running down to the gate. Uh, your father has the key in his hand. Um, and, like, your mother's like, hurry, hurry, hurry! And he's like, I'm working, I'm working! Uh, they, like, <laughs> manage to unlock the lock and throw open the gate, and they just, like, charge over and, like, jump onto you. Uh, like, so happy. You guys, I, I literally couldn't have done less. I'm glad to see you too, but like, let's be serious. This was all Gillick, Asher, and Genevera. You you survived though, and now you're part of the organization. It's it's wonderful. Um, Meredith and Price come walking down as well as a couple other um, members who uh, of like various uh, races they like walk over to the hag and they're like "Mm, impressive Uh, Price reaches down um, and like searches through the like the pockets of the hag and pulls out a bag with a a beating heart in it all right Hey, wait a minute. Um, we beat the monster. We get to loot it. That's our we job. We get the beating heart. This uh, this heart will be used for the next phase of your initiation. Oh. The ceremony of acceptance. Do we have, Do we have to, to eat, eat it? it? Do, we... Do we have to eat it? Do we no. get to eat it? <laughs> <laughs> this will be a part of the ceremony. Please. That sounds like a yes, guys. Follow me. Uh, and he hands out the hoods again. Gilk patiently mm. waits for him to put the hood on him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Meredith puts the hood My on you. My safe word is Iora. <laughs> <laughs> Meredith puts the hood on you this time and cinches it up. And uh, they once again sort of lead you guys out to... Uh, out of the room and off through another twisting set of pathways until you reach um, somewhere where they they tell you to stop and they remove your hoods. This chamber is similar. It's also round. What you've noticed about these is that they seem seem carved 
out of stone. This does not look like a natural cave formation. Excuse me. Uh, but they also seem sort of rough, roughly hewn. This is something you've noticed before. Yes. Uh-oh. The, uh, the place where uh, Viltroth was was yeah. a roughly hewn but but not naturally occur- occurring cave formation. Cool. Um, this one has like what looks almost like seating carved into the outer ring of the circle, um, and at the center a, a large stone dais. Uh, he places the beating heart on the dais uh, as he uh, as you guys are reacclimating to the room <clears throat> and he beckons you guys to come forward and, and surround the dais we're gonna have to eat this heart guys okay I'll do it uh, as you reach for the heart he's, <laughs> he stops you he says please it is not for eating ah <laughs> <sighs> If he had a nickel. <laughs> <laughs> he reaches into uh, a small pouch on his uh, on his hip and he pulls out like three black feathers and he lays them out on top of the heart. Um, <laughs> and now you can eat. <laughs> and he, he, the garnish he, is complete. <laughs> he reaches into his robe and pulls out uh, a vial of some sort of dust that he sprinkles out on top as well. Do I recognize that dust? Uh, it looks like dust. Is it slightly right. yellower dust? It's not yellow, no. It's <laughs> okay. any sort of... All right. No, not particularly. And in fact, it is... Um, it's sort of unremarkable. Okay. And it's dusty dust. It is, yeah. Just unremarkable dust. Um, Standard dust. He... Uh, Meredith, like, kneels down in the... like. Within the circle, not on one of the benches or whatever. Like your parents, Gibetto, have sat on one of the benches and a lot of other people have filed in. Um, Meredith kneels on the ground um, and he says, You have defeated one of the ancient creatures of shadow, touched by darkness. Whoa. Cool. One that was kept. One that was removed from the world at a time when there were so so many that they could not be fought when shadow ruled this world their strength was unmatched in in small doses they can be beaten as you have proven here tonight what you will now see we have all seen this is the rite of initiation, and if you if you can accept it, then you can be one of us. He kneels next to Meredith, and they turn and look at each other. He says, please, put your attention on the dais. And they put their hands uh, like they hold, take each other's hands and they stare at each other and they begin to slowly chant you stare at the dais the beating heart in the bag still the feathers on top 
the dust. It all just sort of seems to sit there for a few moments. And slowly, as you hear the sounds of the chanting behind you, the rhythmic back and forth of their voices, the items on the table seem to sway, to move. Your eyes begin feeling heavy. And then when you close them, it feels like there's a brightness, a warmth on the other side. And then you can't help but keep them closed. Asher resists. Asher, you're trying so hard. You're trying to pry your eyes open. And then you feel like almost when you do close your eyes, like there's a second, almost give a second pair of eyelids. You can no longer keep your physical eyes open they're too heavy but but you're fighting so hard from looking beyond into this this light this warmth but eventually it overtakes you as well Hmm. and you're not in this place you're only seeing into this place you have no physical form here but what you do see He looks like an elf, maybe. Long, drawn, pointed ears, long, long, golden flowing hair that runs past his feet, down his back, and and onto the ground. Is this just Asher? Everyone. Oh, shit. Yeah, you all see this. Oh, God. Okay. He wears golden white robes flowing they don't seem to be made of any material you've ever seen before they're just beautiful he stands in a golden forest light sprinkling in he picks up a leaf and a feather and he holds them in his hands he closes his hands around them and he breathes into the small space he's created. And he raises the glowing golden dust to the sky and it sprinkles above him for a moment and it forms a long, slender shape. And the dust coalesces, hardens, strengthens, and falls away. And in its place, a large feathered serpent. In your heart, you feel that this serpent is true. It is right. And he says, you will be known as the Coatl. You, my child, have a special task. The Quaddle does not speak, but it can still can still convey its its thoughts and its feelings. It asks this glowing creature, the one who has created it, it asks what its special task is. He smiles and he says Kuatl, brave, fair, and true. This world 
it is not good enough for you. There is darkness here. Even though we have fought so hard to contain it, it still exists. There will come a time when I cannot walk this land. But there will come a time beyond that where I will need to. You, fair Coatl, it is your job to bring me back. It is your job to find me beyond the stars, to locate me and guide me here so I may come again. There are no easy ways to do this, and you will have your own challenges. For one, Coatl, you will always be hunted, and you must always hide. And you may not lie, for you are too true, too noble, and too fair a creature to whisper mistruths in this world. But you may hide. And you must. There will be those who do not, who no longer follow the path that will try to hunt you. They will try to kill you. But there will be those who will work for you as well. But you must hide from them all until the time is right. Go, Quattel. Do not let anyone see you. There is much to be done. And at those words, the image fades and you find yourselves back in this room. As you blink your first few blinks back into this dark cave, the silent faces of the crowd stare and then begin to cheer. Huzzah! Hooray! There's clapping, loud sounds come bursting forth, and uh, everyone seems to be, like, excited in reverie. Uh, they're all, like, sh shaking each other's hands. They're so happy to have you joining them. Meredith and Price Harper are unconscious on the floor. Um, uh. William and Everly quickly get up and move toward them, moving them off to the side to get them some rest. The rest of you are shaken by this strange experience, but otherwise physically okay. That was a Feylord, I think. That is certain, like, Asher, you're, you're pretty... That feels correct. That feels... You feel pretty okay. firm in that. So that was the past we were seeing? I feel like we were seeing the past. Uh, uh, William sort of comes over to you guys, uh, Gibetto's father, and he says, Yeah, that's that's what we believe, too. We think that was the creation of the Coatl a long time ago. But who was that who created him? Other than a Feylord, more specifically, do we know? I, I don't know. We're hoping the Quaddle can tell us when we find him. What else do you want of the Quaddle when you find him? To help him with his task. To bring the Fae back here. We think the time of darkness has come. And, and if we don't do something to bring the Fae back, that there'll be nothing to fight it. 
So we don't know where the quaddle is, we don't know what it requires, and we just know that what seems to be a Fey Lord made him to bring him back at some future date. Yeah, we know that the quaddle is hiding. That's what it does. Right. But otherwise, nothing. Not right now. We've been searching. We've found hints, traces of times in the past where the Coatl might have been found, but then it hides again. Hmm. But that's its purpose, is to be hidden. It is one of its purposes, yes. Hmm. Um, How do you guys know that this is the time? Like, you know what I mean? When your mother and I were at the borough, she fell ill. The healers there, they couldn't, they couldn't figure out what the problem was. It was the sickness she had gotten. It wasn't anything that any of the gnomes had ever gotten before. We were approached by Meredith and Price. They they had seen it before. They knew what it was. They brought us back here and they used the crystals to extract the sickness from your mother. It was some kind of shadow. That's... That was not a thing that had happened to anyone in the borough before. So if this shadow sickness is spreading, then couldn't this be the time? Couldn't now we use them to help protect this world? Isn't that what they're supposed to do? That's what Meredith and Price told us anyway. They've been a part of this a lot longer than we have. And... So... I feel like we need to... We, we really need to talk about what happened in Sale. Well, your mother and I, we came here for help, and they needed... Magic is a tricky thing. Uh, it requires a lot, of, a lot of preparation, a lot of time, and a lot of energy. Uh, and you can either get energy from things... Or you can get energy from people. Meredith and Price, for instance, just used a lot of their energy to make this magic happen for you guys. Even though we had the things, the magic is so powerful that they do that it takes a lot out of them. Um, Some of the magic that they try to do, they don't have enough strength within themselves to do. So we needed more people to do the magic. So we uh, went and got some. He looks and what happened to really them? nervous. Oh, Where are they? oh, they're fine. They're they're here. Still? Uh, yeah. We Dad. take we take good care of them. We feed them and we we protect them and well, we keep them par- safe and healthy. Oh God! Oh boy! Oh no! Dad, that's not right. It's for the greater good. We need we need their help. We they they'll they'll understand. 
If they understood, they wouldn't be kept here. They don't understand now. They will right. understand. I didn't... I didn't have a choice, Gebetto. If I... If I didn't, they... They were just going to let your mother die. I... I couldn't let that happen. Couldn't you just use your energy, your worshiper, like the people, the followers? We're here? not enough in number. How many people, How many people are people? you? Okay. Yeah, we. I think I think we had the same question. How many people did you take from the borough? Only a few. Oh wow! Oh, no. Jesus, Dad, from everywhere. A few more. I'd say we have a hundred. And they're safe and they're captive. Yes. You have a hundred people? What is their condition? They are reasonably well. If we have... the, The number that we have allows us to take only a little from their essence. Just... Enough that they could rest, and it would and it would return to them. I look at Gebetto, and I shrug. I know it's not ideal, but we're doing it's, good it's work. It's not just not ideal, Dad. It's fucked. It's wrong. It. Imagine, Jesus. Imagine if that was us in there not able to do what we're supposed to or what we want to. I'd have to think that if we're helping people, it'd be okay. Could, Could you... Do you happen to know if you can use evil creatures as well? I don't. I don't really know anything about the magic. I wonder, because this not cool. Um, but you do have an entire stronghold of corrupted creatures, literal monsters. Yeah, actual monsters. Yeah. If you need to drain, yeah. If you need to drain energy from shit. We also have a prison full of cr- evil, corrupted creatures. If they're corrupted, we can't use them to help find the Kowaddle. Uh, where uh, a light goes off in Asher's head a little bit. Uh, <laughs> are these people you've taken in similar prisons? No. <laughs> they are not in crystal prisons, okay. no. They are part of the town. They're just not allowed to leave. Huh. God, Dad. I I know it doesn't... It doesn't look great. It doesn't... You know, it doesn't read well. It's probably why they call us the Forbidden Dawn. I get that. I understand. But we don't really have another option. We haven't been able to come up with any other way to generate the energy we need to cast the spells we need to find the Kowaddle. This is 
this is important. So, uh, you you said you don't understand the magic very well. Could we? Do you know who does? Or I guess it, Meredith and Price. Else? Meredith and Price understand yeah. the magic, but they're out of commission. All right, listen. Um, this conversation isn't over, Dad. Um, this whole thing is kind of fucked, and I think. I think right now the most important thing for us to do is to get through here to the ley line and deal with the thing that we came here to do. Um, but, like, I don't think this is the end of this. And I'm not sure I'm happy to hear what you have told us. Um... Well, I think you're going to be really unhappy soon enough then. Please go on. Well, you see, we didn't, like, plan out who we were going to take when we went to the borough. We just grabbed some people, the first people we could find... She's she's been a real oh, help no. here, Gibetto. She's oh, been a, a really big help, and I, you know, I I don't want you to think we've treated her poorly or anything like that. It, it's just she was part of the group we brought, and and she's uh, she's still she's still here. She's still healthy and fine, and everything's great. But but you need to know that she is here. Aiden. Yeah. Yeah, unhappy is a an understatement, Dad. Um, we'll take her with us. Well, I don't think that's gonna work either. That's not an option. Well, I don't know if she would go with you. Oh, is she happy to be here? She has a life here now. Oh, yeah. Well, if she's happy to be here, then, like, that's fine. But if she's... If she wants to leave, I'll... Certainly make sure she gets to go home. I don't know if she'll leave. But... But I'm sure she doesn't want to see you. him specifically or like all of us like can some of us talk to her i mean mean, she doesn't know who any of you are right let's 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 like uh if we if we were to read between the lines here gillick i think what he's trying to say is that uh the life that she has here is with another person uh that is not one shoe uh and i mean that's cool right like that makes sense i mean we were we were kids and we were young and then we weren't so young and then i moved away so like that's fine that she kind of is doing her thing but like 
Gillick just walks over and gives Geppetto a hug. Oh. You know, it's it's fine. It's fine. Hey, um, might it be possible for us to just go visit these people that you've kidnapped? Like, just go <laughs> chat with them. What a funny way to phrase that. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. No, it's correct, but it's just, like, funny. You yeah. you all took a pretty bad beating back there, it seems. Some of you, at least. It seems you I might tried. have expended yourselves to some degree. So before you go rushing off, it probably wouldn't hurt to stay here and rest a little bit anyway. You can stay yeah. at our place, and uh, if you want to speak with people, you can. Uh, you're a member here now. You're, you're part of us. Yeah. Um, hmm. Asher uh, walks over to the, the pedestal and grabs one of the feathers and just takes it. Sees what happens. Okay. Yeah. Seems significant. Sure. Um, so a, a couple of the other uh, members have, like, come by to... Uh, like just like congratulate you guys on on joining and, and being a part of things uh they quickly scurry away after they do so and um some of them like pick up meredith as, and price as some of them kind of come up um Gibetto is going to be super like super gracious in you know receiving their like welcome blessings and stuff and he's going to ask them kind of like so like Who's in charge around here? Like, who do we who do we talk to to find out what to do next? Oh, uh, Meredith and and most of them tell you Meredith and Price are the two that like really um, are in charge of like tracking down the like the leads more or less like where where things need to go from there. Um, they that's sort of the the inclination you're getting. Okay, guys, I like without any of the other people hearing um guys if we want to um talk to them i think that that maybe we should have a discussion of what we want to ask them and maybe i i should do it yeah you're less you're the least scary looking <laughs> 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 thanks, thanks. <laughs> thanks. Thanks, um, I was more just thinking I have the least hatred towards Clyde therefore you know regardless of what they've done in this cult um, I just think I might have the least resentment towards them before knowing all of the terrible things that they've done with this cult they can be fine. Like, I don't yeah. know. I have no negative feelings towards them. Their son's a dick. Yeah, but, but cool. see, that 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 <laughs> is not... <laughs> that's not a good starting point. You all hate Clyde, and clearly Price <laughs> looks, you know, like a silver fox version of him, but... <laughs> uh, gross. God. All right, you're right. You go do that. Jesus, Lady J. His wife's laying right there next to him. (laughs) Keep it in your pants. Calm down. (laughs) Home record. No, I just... Um. (laughs) I just just meant 
Like. <laughs> oh, I, I agree. Jesus. <laughs> oh Lord. Um. Uh, I'm, yeah, I was just thinking. You will know. you do me a favor if if that's really the way that you you want to do this? Mm-hmm. Will you like not suck at reading people? <laughs> that's not possible for her. That's like a character. <laughs> hey, but I like mean, I mean, you're... you know, you can ask. It never hurts to ask. I will know? try for you. Where's Slask, by the way? He's still, he's still here. with he's you. Literally asking. right next to you. Yeah, he's, oh, he's still right there. He's like. I forgot the question I was gonna ask him now. <laughs> I'll try, like, Gibetto. I'll try to. I'll work on it. It's hard. Okay. He he hey says guys, to you guys. What, oh, go so, ahead. Sorry. So as a uh, as an alternative to I don't know how the magic works, but as an alternative to them sucking the energy out of these people, um, <laughs> I'm wondering. I mean, there's if a we could like just the have ley line yeah, is right. right there. Yeah. Yeah. And we I know like that in itself, but also we're taking this orb of essence from it maybe they could tap into that instead um I'm, i mean like we could ask uh, meredith and price about it but that yeah, would kind of see what let they... them in on oh yeah let's what if we ask them first about like using the ley lines without mentioning yeah. the orb thing yeah, I, that's a better idea. That's what I was like. I don't know if I want to. Like, I don't want to tell them who, that yeah. we're stealing the magic. Yeah. Well, we're saving the magic. Sure. Of. Hey, whatever right. you got to say to make yourself feel okay <laughs> with it, just like my dad. <laughs> I like. I like shoot Gibetto like a really confused, concerned, but you're right. Look. <laughs> yeah. He knows. <laughs> oh my God, you're right. But also, hmm. holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> but but I wonder if it, like if they can't use the ley line, we have the orb option. I agree. I don't want to talk to them about it. But are we really gonna let them continue to hold these hundred people? Oh like, fuck no, but, no. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, if we give them this option and it's a no, are we just gonna free these people by any means necessary? Well, hopefully by um, not murdering the people who are well, trying to ultimately do a good thing, right? Like, we're not trying to kill these people. We all just had that crazy vision of the goddamn beautiful Fey Man, mm. Orlando Bloom, <laughs> <laughs> talking to the bird I mean, snake. Like, he's so beautiful. Like, that's... Like, we're not... <laughs> we're not... I'm not... I don't think they're wrong in their goal yeah just greater uh, good no just in the way that they're doing it i Mm -hmm. think it's fucked what they're doing i think the goal is a worthy pursuit i just think there needs to be a better way to accomplish that goal yeah yeah no i agree maybe if we can't find a bloodless revolution if you solution we could maybe ask alatrix maybe he would know of some like this magic itself you know right I mean, they're not performing sacrifices, so that's a relief. That was my big fear, that they were, like, capturing people and killing them. Yeah, they're just but, slowly draining their life force and then letting them regain yeah. it. That's cool. Which is, well, <laughs> trying to, I'm trying to be positive. I love, can we call a, a timeout real quick and to just talk about the fact that Asher is now the one that's, like... <laughs> 
Totally in. And right? Geppetto's the one that's like, whoa, whoa, let's pump the brake. He's like, guys, that guy, he, well, whatever. Like, I, I'm just trying to say, like, I don't know. I'm trying to comfort you, and I'm yeah. failing. No, no, like, I get it. And I understand I, I, where they're coming from, but it doesn't make it less fucked. No, correct. Yeah. Um, Slask. And especially because it's against their will. And ugh. Slask pipes up for the first time, and he says, Yes, uh, I've decided I like my method better. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, DM Anthony here again. Just another reminder that if you enjoy the show, to tell your friends. Also, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, like, and follow. All of our links and other exciting stuff can be found on adventureinc.podbean.com. Thanks again, guys. We'll see you next week. Next time on Adventure Incorporated. Um, and you see her turn to her child and sort of like shoo him inside sure and then comes fuming down the roadway toward you uh, that's alright um, guys uh, so when I left sail it was sad but uh, I don't think there was any like I don't think there's a 30 year grudge here is what I'm is what I'm uh, saying like that 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 wasn't a thing like we I mean, I, I went to Varina, things were cool. Uh, so let's see what happens. Uh, and he just go, he turns back around and goes, Hey, Aiden! Hey! Yeah, she slaps you across the face. <laughs>